Welcome to the Dewhawk Digest, the podcast for all things Loris College. In this episode, we will welcome Bob and Judy Tucker as we reminisce on their days at Loris and the creation of the All Sports Camp. I'm Robert Waterbury, Assistant Director of Campus Communications, and I'm pleased to welcome my co-host, Bobby Earls, Executive Director of Alumni Communications. Bobby, welcome back. Thanks, Robert. It's great to be here, and we have two great individuals to talk with today. We do. It's going to be a fun one because sitting in with us are our featured guests, Bob and Judy Tucker. Bob and Judy, welcome to the Dewhawk Digest. Nice to be here. It's great to be here. They're smiling faces for all of you <laughs> listening on the podcast. We have so many fun things and some fun memories to talk about. We were talking just before we started recording the podcast about the journey that you all have been on, and we probably don't have time to capture everything, but let's start at the beginning. How did you both end up at Loris College? And Bob, I'm going to let you start off first. Well, I think it starts back uh, at Tarkio College where I was coaching back in the 70s and uh, you know there at that time uh, Loris was an NEIA school as well as uh, Tarkio right and I can remember going to nationals uh, and watching uh, some of the runners from Loris running and I was always wondering where was that school right <laughs> where was that located and soon you and, would find out yeah and uh, and then uh, I was a head football coach at Tarkio for four years and decided that I was going to return to school uh, and finish up my doctorate. And uh, in, the, in the process, I was involved in hiring the new head football coach. And it turned out to be Ralph Michelli. Oh, my goodness. And uh, so, and I, you know, I, when I dr- decided not to continue head coaching, I told him I would stay around for one more year to help transition sure and uh, so I was co- I was coaching with him for one year before I, we left to go to uh, Virginia Tech and uh, so we established a relationship then mm-hmm. and, and uh, he knew that I was going back to school and he kept in t- contact with me uh, to let him know let me know that there was openings here at Lores mm-hmm. and uh, that they were looking for a head track coach and assistant football coach and someone who could come in and te- uh, teach an area and adapt to physical education. It's pretty much a jack-of-all-trades. Yes. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> right. Right. That's the way it is in small schools. Right. Yeah. Exactly. a lot of hats. We're so yeah. lucky. So uh, he contacted me in my last year at, at Tech and let, let me know that uh, they were interested in me coming out for an interview, and, uh, which I did. And uh, it was... Uh, was the first time that I was had ever visited Loris College. Sure. And uh, and I was impressed by the Graber Center. They were just building the Graber Center. Mm-hmm. And uh, that for uh, and I knew I when as soon as I knew it, I knew it was a place where we were going to have be able to do the all sports camp. Sure. And uh, so so uh, when I when I got when we got to to uh, Loris. Um, that was besides coaching and, and uh, working with the Bob Berry in, in football. Yeah, the, the Bob Berry. Yes, yeah, the, he is yeah. the Bob Berry. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I was a defensive uh, uh, secondary coach. Okay. And uh, 
Ralph was uh, uh, kind of wor I worked with him because he was the coordinator of defense, mm -hmm. and he was also the chair of uh, the, uh, the Department of Physical Education at the time. Okay. And so that was the reason why he was contacting me because he was the one that kind of probably decide. Sure. As well as uh, uh, Muller, was it Muller? Bob Muller. Bob, Bob Muller. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he was a director of athletics at the time. Sure. So. Um, one of the things that, uh, I mean, I, in the interview, it was kind of funny is that uh, Bob was always looking, Bob Muller is always looking for some extra help and so on. And, and uh, he said, you know, we, you know, it was, a head, it was supposed to be a head men's coach. And uh, I said, you know, actually, I don't think I met Bob until after I got here. Sure. And but he, because he called me in right in as soon as I got got here to uh, Laura's, he called me in and said that you know he, he says I understand you're going to be the women's tra track coach. And I said no, oh. no that's not my contract. <laughs> my contract is you know, be in football and and then head track coach for the men. And not that I didn't want to coach the women. Sure. But that's, and uh, so it was just kind of a funny situation and and uh, one that. Uh, he was always, you know, I know Bob was always looking for ways to, to get people in for cheap money. He saw talent. <laughs> he saw talent and was going well, to use, utilize well, your skill sets. Well, I don't know about that. But. When you first got here, I think I remember you saying, you thought this would be a great school to kind of cut my teeth on and really help develop a program. Did you see yourself staying here? No, no, I, we didn't. I, I promised my wife we would be here for five, five years. years. <laughs> <laughs> she remembers. <laughs> yes. Because when he was talking to Ralph on the phone in Virginia, mm -hmm. I'm going, I'm not going any further north than I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> and Dubuque was just a little bit just north of that. Yes, of that line. <laughs> so after five years, Judy, you must have fallen no, I had nothing to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a little longer. <laughs> sure. Well, thank goodness yeah. we had you both because yeah. the creation of All Sports Camp evolved because of your dedication yeah. and your partnership in creating yeah. the program, in recruiting campers, mm -hmm. and now we're into 30-plus years. 38. 38 years. Mm -hmm. When you say it, does it even seem possible? No, we never thought, you know, when the first year, that we would be here this long and, and uh, associated with Loris for long. this time. But um, I mean, we still come back here to go to the dentist and the eye doctor. and <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Talk yeah. a little bit about the whole creation of All Sports Camp, how it evolved, how it started, mm -hmm. and, and where it is today. Uh, it actually started at Tarkio. We... Uh, uh, had a camp camp for uh, two or three sports at Tarkio, and uh, because there was nothing, nothing for else. The kids. It was for nothing. it was in the summer we mm -hmm. did this, and so you know it wasn't. Uh, we were just focused on teaching skills. It wasn't on necessary getting into teaching the values like we do at at Lors. Uh, and then when I was working on my doctorate, I was help. Uh, assisting the head track coach mm -hmm. um, in track, in track and, right. and he was in the director of the all sports camp at Virginia Tech. Okay. So actually I got 
a lot of ideas about the camp, and I worked in the camp for the time that I was there. And so did I. And Judy did too, and, and the kids all went to the camp. And, sure. And um, it was values-oriented, but it wasn't uh, focused on Christianity, and it was just more uh, some of the typical uh, values that you know coaches are going to be emphasizing teamwork and so on and and i think and that so. is the one thing that distinguishes mm-hmm. loris's all sports camp even is, today is, mm-hmm. is the faith based right. values yes. that you share and mm-hmm. you inspire mm-hmm. in the kiddos i always tell people you have to send your child to all sports camp not because they're going to necessarily develop the best basketball volleyball right. they still do they mm-hmm. they develop some great great athletic skills but at the foundation, what you're teaching them is infusing teamwork with perseverance, with Christian values, Christian values. that really set them up to be a success as a human, mm-hmm. as an individual, and not necessarily just as the best athlete. Right. They can become that, and many do become that. Mm-hmm. But what really strikes you when you think about all sports camp and introducing that into this camp idea the faith mm-hmm. yeah to teach them about Christ and the values that will make them good people and not just good people but good Christians and people who will care for other people mm-hmm. and um, you know just that's what sets the sports camp apart. And boy, could we use more campers mm-hmm. <laughs> following those mm-hmm. tenants today mm-hmm. just in our society. Mm-hmm. We see today how important it mm-hmm. is to be that person who is looking out mm-hmm. for someone else, who is and, kind, yeah. caring, and compassion. And I think one of the things that um, really speaks to one of the values of the camp is the relationships that come out of that camp. We have three natural children. Sure. <laughs> but we have a lot more children than that. Absolutely. Mine included. They're, yeah. they're adopted children of yeah. you. Yeah, but we have kids who come back to see us. We go to a lot of weddings. Mm-hmm. We have lots of adopted grandchildren. <laughs> um, but we have some family, young families, mm-hmm. that we are as close to almost as we are to our own kids. Sure. Um, Sam and Casey Anderson, for one. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but, you know, it's just, you know, of course we live with them. You know, we live on mm-hmm. campus with the kids during camp, or we did. And um, when you live with people, you really come to know them and to love them. Mm-hmm. And that's what camp is all about, is living together and learning to love each other. And love each other in Christ, that's and right. um, and sharing the love of Christ, and that's what the counselors are hopefully still being taught, you know, and teaching the campers, mm-hmm. you know, and that's why I think we have fewer problems with our campers. Right. Sometimes it's the homesickness, which lasts all of maybe 24 hours. Mm -hmm. And sometimes all of five days. All of five days. (laughs) (laughs) But one of the worst ones we had for homesickness was a a girl who lived a block away. A day camper. Oh, no. (laughs) 
It, so. it is sweet, though, to see that transformation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and for those that are not familiar with All Sports Camp, it starts the, in second grade to eighth grade is mm-hmm. kind of the parameter mm-hmm. that you kind of set out. So once yeah. they've completed second grade mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. summer, they can come. And then through their eighth grade summer, mm-hmm. they can come. And those campers count down to the next year when they, yes, they can. can return. There mm-hmm. was a lot of distress this summer. Mm, I know. Especially those kids that it was their last summer. Mm-hmm. Right. They wanted to know, there were some kids wanted to know if they were going to have a grace year. Oh, <laughs> I, believe me, I know. I have two daughters who both were through all sports camp from second grade mm-hmm. to eighth grade. And I think one and even. kids who were supposed to work for the first time. Right. Or our granddaughter, Allie, who was finally, she was finished with nursing school. She was finally going to be able yes. to work as a nurse. Oh. You know, I mean, kids love camp. They do. For many, many reasons. And they like to return. It's and they closer. like to return. Mm-hmm. And that says a lot yeah. about like the program. They back. They talk about it all the time. Sure, sure. And a lot of schools, too, contacted you because they heard about the success of your program, mm-hmm. and you've mm-hmm. been able to help them as well establish mm-hmm. similar programs right. around the country, right. Right. which has to make you feel so gratified that the reputation extends far beyond the boundaries of the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that really does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I was amazed by the number of kids we got from other countries. Mm-hmm. You know, I never... First of all, a dream that I'd be working at Loris as long as I was, that I did. And, but also, you know, thinking when I started the sports camp, or we did, um, that was going to be as big as it We never, ever dreamed mm-hmm. what it would become. So first year, remember approximately how many campers did you have Nobody your first year? Exactly. Nobody knows exactly. Nobody knows exactly. Ballpark it. two weeks, and we had about 80 kids in each was Session. Okay, so 80 and kids. we had like 10 counselors and, I don't know, 12, 12 coaches, I think, something like that. And, and today we kids. get 600-plus yeah. campers right. each session, yeah. and you have four sessions, so it's grown from two sessions to four sessions. And we could fill yeah. a fifth. You could fill a fifth, yeah. yes. But, and it wouldn't be right not to say that we had tremendous administrative support from Kevin White sure. and Jim Collins. Mm-hmm. Both of them were wonderful. That's great. And to this day, Jim still is. Yes. He's our biggest supporter. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And uh, he would go to camp if he could. I know. <laughs> I'm kind of jealous time, of him. <laughs> he would go to camp. Uh, well, <laughs> I he, think he's jealous of his kids. They've all gone yes, to camp. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, and he always makes a point when he's not traveling to be right, in town be at there. the Olympics mm-hmm. and be part of that. Yeah, that's right. And how cool is that for mm-hmm. the kiddos? To see the president, president of, the of the college down there on the tracks yes. with all of them, mm-hmm. yeah. it's very moving. Oh, it means yeah. a lot. It's very moving. So It means a lot. I think, too, we can't underestimate the brands. And we talked about mm-hmm. infusing that Christian faith-based foundation into this camp. Mm-hmm. Tell us about the branding that happens on Thursday evening. I think it's Thursday still, it's evenings, Thursday. when well, they brand the along paddles. along with the brands, we have scripture. Right. There is scripture that there's a scripture verse that goes with each brand. Mm-hmm. So I'll let you talk about the brands. Well, 
uh, it was kind of interesting how we had to uh, start. We couldn't afford to buy uh, what the eight uh, brands, so we started out with two brands, the first two brands. So everyone had love and Christianity. Mm -hmm. You know, received. That's, those are two good yeah. ones to start with. Yes, mm -hmm. it was. Yeah, and it's kind of like Laura's the foundation college. of the whole. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's the way we took kind of when we talked to the kids about about the awards and the brands and what they mean and that uh, you know that's the kind of the foundation of of our campus love and having a, uh, a love for Christ. Sure. And uh, understanding what He did for for us and uh, so and the. Uh, the paddle is something that was kind of interesting. You know, we got the idea through uh, uh, fraternity days and sorority days, mm -hmm. and uh, got the where we came up really with the idea of the paddle and uh, the branding. We thought uh, would be a good learning experience and exciting experience for the kids to go through sure. to see what they did, you know, for the week and what they're going to get it. It awarded for mm -hmm. and what the meaning was of those those awards and uh, so we we started out with two and just each summer we would add, add two so because we were still you know we didn't I think the next year um, we were for two weeks I think we were maybe at uh, close to two 250 probably kids sure and each summer, it and just, then it just it it continued to every double. summer to grow and grow and got to the point where, uh, you know, we felt that we couldn't get any bigger. I mean, and, <laughs> and, and I said, you know, this year is, is the largest going to be, and then next year we went ahead and accepted more. Sure. <laughs> yeah, and the next thing we knew we had three and, weeks, and yeah, then it yeah, went to the four. four weeks. And, and yeah. But the, the brands spell... LC Paddle. Right. And um, and our dog's name was Paddle. Aww. Who we just uh, had to put to sleep. And we just lost Aww. him. He I'm was so 16. Mm. What a good life he had with yeah. you. Yes, and yeah. with sports camp. Yeah. He, he was, was a, the camp mascot. He was a golden mm -hmm. retriever. Mm -hmm. And um, he's in many of the staff pictures. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but um, it, uh, but the brands were love, Christianity, perseverance, attitude, dedication, discipline, loyalty, and enthusiasm. Mm -hmm. And most campers can rattle them off. Absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, it is interesting because the campers keep a journal, mm -hmm. and the counselors also write in their journal. Oh, yes. And my girls will open that up, and, and they'll always write down what they paddle they think they should have mm -hmm. and what they've been striving yeah. to work toward. Mm -hmm. Most of the time it matched what the counselor, but sometimes the counselor saw in them so, yeah. some other else. quality, yes. which surprised them but also it really made them feel mm -hmm. good that they mm -hmm. saw something in them yeah. mm -hmm. so there's a beautiful relationship that happens between the coaches the counselors mm -hmm. the campers mm -hmm. and the friendships that mm -hmm. evolve yeah. and and one of my jobs was uh staff training and um and we did the hiring together mm -hmm. And that was always an interesting thing, <laughs> because I always saw the counselors as mine, mm -hmm. <laughs> mine. Your babies. Yes, and the coaches were his, mm -hmm. and um, and so, you know, I worked with the counselors, and then that was that was the staff training I did. I didn't deal with the coaches mm -hmm. very much. 
um, unless there was a problem with the camper, and then I would. But, um, but I also did the counselor pairings and assignments, mm-hmm. which is no easy task, right? But you know, we had the most wonderful summers mm-hmm. at camp, and the first summer that we did not have camp was awful, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Which, which summer That's was that? The first summer that we weren't we doing camp, and, yeah. yeah. It was like we didn't know what to do. Well, we, but you came back. We, I we saw you on campus. Yeah, we, well, for the first few years, we were still part of right. camp. It was that first summer after that. Okay. And it was like, you know, <laughs> but then I think it was the next summer, we came to camp with our grandkids. Right. And In Mike, a new role. Yes. Mike <laughs> put us in the LMAC Mm -hmm. and Tommy said now just go to camp with the kids that's right and we did we just followed them around and how beautiful that you were able to witness it on the other side and that's what he wanted us to do he wanted us to just see camp Mm -hmm. and I don't think we ever had no you You were too busy taking care of everyone yeah and especially you you never I was was able to get out and watch the coaches and watch the coaches and and, um, especially in teaching the you know, the, uh, the values. Values. Mm-hmm. And that was what was so important to yeah. you. And, you know, it was just such a joy to just see everything mm-hmm. happening. Right. right. You know. Such a blessing. And we were going to do that again this year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, 2021. you oh, got to yeah, we'll make, make a date. We'll year. see you next yeah, year we'll for sure. It, uh, as long as we can still walk around. That's right. <laughs> and you can. And you guys we, are doing yeah, awesome. Yeah, we've You're got good. 10 and Nine and eleven-year-olds, so we've got a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. two great-grandsons. That oh are my still babies, goodness! So. Yeah, we got we've got you locked in for the next twenty <laughs> years. That's yeah. fantastic. Total of fourteen kids, <laughs> yeah, grandkids. Yeah. And your children. And we're not done yet. <laughs> I was gonna say you're not done yet, and I don't want to overlook too your daughter and sons who also have a connection to Loris. Yes. So yeah, please let's brag them up a little bit. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Cinda, you go ahead. Cinda graduated from Loris, ran tra- track and cross country, and right. was yeah. a major in her father's department. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was probably the best four years of my life <laughs> was when Cinda came to Loris. That's so wonderful. Yeah. And because I, I, you know, I coached her, mm-hmm. and I also I taught her. You know, she was, and I was an advisor, and. Uh, her father, you know. That's so, so amazing. And so it was I really had a chance to, our, our relationship really blossomed. That's wonderful. Uh, at that time. And that reminds me, when you say, what things do we remember about mm-hmm. Loris? One of the things that has stuck in my mind was when we brought Cinda to Loris, just like any other parent, mm-hmm. we went through the orientation. Right. And we live five miles from here. I cried the whole way down here. Oh. I don't even know if it's that far. <laughs> but but when we went to the orientation, you know, we went through the whole orientation yes. and in the chapel and everything, I was so impressed with the parents' orientation mm. that Loris does. Agreed. It was wonderful. I mean, had I been a parent coming from Chicago or somewhere else and knowing nothing about Loris... I mean, I th- I knew not. I mean, I knew things about Loris, mm-hmm. but the things that I found out about Loris new side, new side as a parent, mm-hmm. 
Right. You know. Yeah. It was very different, and I thought it was just wonderful. Yeah, exactly. You know, it, um, but it was still hard to leave her here. Right. Oh. (laughs) Even though she could see her father in his office. I know. I know. (laughs) Engraver. (laughs) I couldn't see her. (laughs) That's so special. That's so special. um, And the other thing about Loris that was special for me was Father Barda. Mm. When Tuck took Scott to West Point, it Mm -hmm. was during all sports camp. Right. And I couldn't go. Mm. I had to stay here. And every morning, Monsignor Barda walked around the track with me while I cried. Oh, <laughs> He is a special man. And prayed yes, with is. me. Yeah. Special, special man. He prayed man. with me every morning for Scott. Yeah. And I was a mess. <laughs> but the next year when he took Carrie, I went. There you go. And we left the staff in charge. There you go. And they <laughs> did. They did just fine because uh, you had laid that foundation for them. Yes. They did pretty well. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Tuck, when you were on campus and you talked about you kind of your different roles, mm-hmm. track and field for many, many alumni, that is how they associate maybe their experience at Loris mm-hmm. and their experience with you. Mm-hmm. You created a program that to this day people talk about. Mm-hmm. When you look back at your first days and you look over that time period, <laughs> what, what did you see transforming? What kind of gave you energy? Who do you remember that was just one of those standouts that you thought this, mm-hmm. this person's going to make a difference? Yeah. We, uh, well, first year that I was here as a head coach, I had, I think, started out with like 10 athletes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and all of them were really dedicated young men. Oh, they were wonderful. And, uh, wonderful guys. And really worked well together. And, uh, you know, that, that first group, you know, uh, I can remember, you know, Bob, uh, Mike Gibbs, Gibbs, Mike Gibbs uh, and uh, Dave Fecking, Scott Ganchard, and, um, well, I, I can try to go on, but I can't think You should have brought that plaque with you. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, they gave him a plaque at the end of yeah, the, at the year. Yeah, the end of the year, like a, It says, this year we got out of the starting the blocks, blocks, and the yeah. finish line is as yeah. far away as we make yeah. it. That's and wonderful. And each year, you know, we recruited more and kids and uh, guys to come in to help us. And, and uh, you know, I just, I knew the yeah, the past, you know, was kind of built on the past because uh, um, we, Loris had had, some good athletes in in track uh, when it was a men's school, mm-hmm. and they and those are the ones that I actually saw competing at in the NEIA, you know, and right. at the time, and uh, so you know when uh, Ralph approached me about coming here, this you know was one of the things I said that you know that I was impressed with the history of uh, the success of uh, the the men's track through. Um, and I wanted to continue that, you mm-hmm. know, and start, you know, up it kind of, with numbers it was kind of low, but, you know, the, there's certainly the energy was still there, mm-hmm. even with the small numbers. Right. And, um, and so, um, and I, I, we didn't, I didn't have any assistance starting out with, but Tom Bay um, found out I was here and, and uh, he had just graduated. And he was teaching over at uh, Keeler. Keeler, yeah, I think it was Keeler, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
he was teaching there and he came in and said that you know he wanted to be involved in the program mm -hmm. and uh, and I said, that'll be fine. I said, but I don't have anything to offer you right now mm -hmm. uh, for for your services. And he says, oh, that's no problem. I want to come here and, and sure. work with you and, and help build the program, which he he did, mm -hmm. you know, and, and became more of the distance coach and um, was the cross-country coach and uh, worked with us for at least, I think, four or five years. And then he left to go to Illinois to be a sports information director, mm -hmm. I think it was. But, um, you know, help like that. And, oh, I, another one that, another athlete comes to my mind that was in the program, Bill Cotter. I was just you know, gonna say that. He was just a hard worker and mm -hmm. great, great kid, you know, and just loved it, loved them all. And then there was the promise of a track. Yeah, then, <laughs> yeah, there was a, a promise of the track, yeah, but it didn't come right away. Mm -hmm. You know, it, uh, and it was finally we were able to get it done in 1985, mm -hmm. yep. and uh, which really helped with our program. Absolutely, you know, because it was uh, well, and the Graver the Graver Center was and, a huge help. Yeah, and, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, definitely, because that that was uh, it was a state of the art building when it was, was built. the only uh, track, indoor. one of the tra indoor. indoor tracks around. Right. I mean. A lot of people would wonder, what's your secret sauce? What would you say is your secret to coaching success? Oh, first of all, I had a lot of talent. <laughs> <laughs> talent is good. Talent, talent yeah, you got to start out with talent and just, uh, you know, be... It's all about the kids. Being organized mm -hmm. and uh, uh, just ha having a lot of love for the kids. Sure, you know, sure. And appreciate what they've done and... and uh, you know, uh, I would say that, you know, if I ask someone or if you ask someone what do you think of, of me, I would hope that they would say that, you know, I was a good person that loved, loved them, showed them a lot of care, and, and hopefully developed some self-discipline along the way. That's wonderful. Yeah. Those would be wonderful ways to be described. Yeah. And I think I've heard many people do exactly that, mm -hmm. Bob. So it's been it's been a great journey. We talked about too Cinda graduating, and while yeah. Bob, you're not a graduate of Loris, we've adopted you as a Duhawk. Right. Mm -hmm. We actually have a Duhawk mm -hmm. in Judy because yeah, you mm -hmm. got your master's mm -hmm. here, mm -hmm. which is so wonderful. Speaks yeah. volumes. It took forever for me to convince everybody that I did. <laughs> <laughs> but how wonderful is that? Mm -hmm. What what motivated you to do that? Well, I've been down many roads educationally mm -hmm. and um, part of being a wife of a college professor is going to school everywhere mm -hmm. that he teaches that's right <laughs> because I could that's right <laughs> and um, when we were at Virginia Tech I started on a doctorate in administration of special education and when we came here I was partially into that but I wasn't going to stay at Virginia Tech and finish it. Mm -hmm. And I got here and decided I did not want to be an administrator. Okay. I felt like one in the family was enough. <laughs> Nor did I want to finish a doctorate. Sure. And in the line of work I was in, I realized that what I wanted to be in was counseling. Mm -hmm. And um, I was able to transfer my hours into the 
guidance and counseling program. That's great. And um, that's wonderful. And the rest is history. And the rest and is history. Now and you're it's a been a wonderful thing for me, and it worked mm-hmm. very well with <coughs> the sports camp. Mm-hmm. Tremendously. Not only with campers and the counselors but with the parents right Mm -hmm. (laughs) exactly sometimes they're the ones that you probably spent the most time with (laughs) yeah sometimes I did and that was one of the neat things was getting to know the parents Mm -hmm. you know yeah so we made some good friends among the parents sure did absolutely me included yes so (laughs) I have to say of all the things that you've dedicated your time your hours and really your lives to Loris You've also financially supported Loris, mm-hmm. and Loris mm-hmm. is the better for it. Yeah, I know you. we dedicated the tennis. <laughs> it's so it's so beautiful too. I mean, such a. And you be- know, I'm the only one in our family. And who Judy plays is tennis. the only one that plays <laughs> tennis, which I think is just perfect. So well, I think it's I hilarious. Play pickleball now. And yeah, you play pickleball. Both play pickleball. <laughs> but it is the tennis courts are absolutely yeah. gorgeous and would not have been possible without your oh, support. Well, so we are so grateful uh, at Loris for just dedicating your skills and your time, being parents to so many kiddos mm-hmm. over the decades that you spent mm-hmm. here, um, and then just reinvesting in Loris. Yeah. It speaks and says a lot yeah. about your commitment. I also have to say Loris has been very good to us and to our family. Yes. I mean, our kids had a wonderful experience here you know i mean our boys were young when we moved here Mm -hmm. and this was their playground right i mean the football field and the track oh yeah when i was coaching y'all shoot they would go they were the ball boys and And they traveled one year we went to a game up in minnesota and and um the uh boys got in fight with the other Scott and Carrie got in a fight with oh, <laughs> the, the ball, ball boys over the football. Oh, because they, they thought they were stealing our balls. Oh, <laughs> they were defending our honor. Yes. <laughs> That's so sweet. And Carrie yep. got his, his nose, nose bashed. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> he was serious but, about protecting those yeah. balls. Yeah. Well, and he probably is the one who started it because he usually starts them. And, and then, then Scott, Scott has to, to bail him out. Bail him out. <laughs> And they're, that went on all the way through. They're going to love point. that you shared that story, yeah. I just got to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's but, wonderful. Yeah. But, um, yeah. and, when they, we... and then when they were um, out of school, you know, they or went to West Point, they would always come back and help. Mm-hmm. And, at uh, camp, camp and bring and, some of their buddies. And, right. And then if they were home for vacation when school was in session, while wrestling going on, they'd be in there wrestling with Florida's yeah. people. So. Yeah. But um, but when we first the first summer we were here we we know more than landed in Dubuque. He and the boys came up here to football camp mm-hmm. for however long it was. It was probably two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, and the first thing that happened to Carrie was they hung him in a locker. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he was only like you oh know, my goodness because he he could fit. Yeah, yeah he of was course. Really <laughs> Yeah, he, he was, was what, eight or nine years guys. old, and he loved yeah. the football players. Oh. The guys were so good to our kids, mm-hmm. and um, they just loved it. That's wonderful. They, it's hard, I'm sure, for you to put into one word, or maybe a few words, but when you think of Loris and the impact it's had on you, how would you describe that? Uh, very loving relationship. 
that uh, you know I, uh, I felt that there's so many things I was able to do because of you know their love for me and and um, you know and in return I tried to love the lowers you know mm-hmm. people yeah and, um, I mean the priests all yeah the, the priests, priests were time, wonderful, you know, wonderful. Yeah. Oh. I was you know I kind of miss Father, yeah, Father Vogel and oh, he was just sheer humbleness. Mm-hmm. Father Schrader. Father Schrader, who just he, recently passed as I well. Know. And you know, he was so funny. He called the campers Tucker's tots. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and going along with you know, they, that Loris really supported things that I want you know proposed. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. they were mm-hmm. good about that. You know, and I don't think. Uh, we could have done no. things we did any place else other than, I mean, this, you know, comparing it to Mammoth where we started a camp, mm-hmm. you know, they did not have give us the same support. Mm-hmm. It was a struggle. A mm-hmm. struggle there, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and Loris was, for us, a family. Mm-hmm. It, um, you know, we don't have family here, mm-hmm. and... Um, Pretty but, nearly everybody else does. Mm-hmm. But you have adopted family. Yes, we have adopted family, and people have been very kind to us. Yeah. And the first year was very, very difficult. Mm-hmm. Well, it was socially, you know, it was, uh, you know, if we didn't have floors that first yeah. year, I don't know what we would have done. Yeah. You know? Cause and the football program, and, right. you know, it was good that I was involved in that right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it was very hard. Mm-hmm. It, um, because we literally we knew Ralph and Deanna, and that was it. And Larry and Levina Patti, yes, who were from Tarkio. We had our little Tarkio enclave. (laughs) (laughs) It was so funny that we all ended up here. Yeah, it. It was as as Sister Bernadine would say, it's divine intervention or the Holy Spirit. Yes, Holy Spirit working in a very wonderful way. Or God appointment. I know we could talk forever. Yes, but. But our time is coming to an end. So thank you, Bob and Judy, for not only sharing time today, but just sharing your lives with Loris. We are so forever grateful and so blessed to have had you here at Loris. And we continue to have you here. So you come back to campus anytime. Well, we've been blessed. It's awesome. Thank you. And it's incredible over these last, you know, 45, 50 minutes talking, hearing all your stories and, and kind of hearing the way Loris impacted you, but also really knowing the legacy that the two of you have left on Loris, it's really significant. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Loris has impacted us in a huge way. We really love Loris. Well, well, Bob and Judy, thank you so much for coming in and taking the time and talking with us. Well, thank you. I hope it's okay. It's awesome. It'll be great. (laughs) Uh, Bobby, thank you once again for sitting in and doing a great job in terms of helping steer the conversation and yeah, turning out another really job. good podcast. It's my pleasure. Yeah. These two are easy to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say a quick thank you to Trent Hanselman, who makes us all sound really good with That's this production. Right. And we want to thank everyone who listened into our discussion. For more podcasts, as well as Loris news and features, be sure to visit the Loris Daily at daily.loris.edu. And while you're there, click the button at the top and sign up for email updates. We hope you'll join us for the next Dewhawk Digest. Until then, take care of yourselves and each other, and go Dewhawks. Go Dewhawks. Yeah.